Amen. Now as you take your seat, read with me there in verse number 18 of that same chapter. And said, And they withstood Uzziah the king, and said unto him, It pertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but to the priest, the sons of Aaron, that are consecrated to burn incense, go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed. Neither shall it be for thy honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah was wroth. We're talking about this king at 16 year old that was anointed king and now we see him in the house of God trying to do the priest's job. Now, if there's ever been a message that needs to be preached, it's this one, stay in your place. You know, all of us has got a place. Every single person under the sound of my voice this morning has a place and a job to do for God. Did you notice that I read in your hearing there that in in verse number five, and he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in in the visions of God and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. God made him to prosper. Now, you may look at yourself today and ask your own self, have I really prospered? Have I truly prospered in this land? Now, if God be with you and for you, who can be against you? But we read here that, and I thought it amazing that a 16-year-old boy, and I'm going to call him a boy, because I was 16 once and I was a boy. I thought I knew it all. Amen. I really did. I wish my daddy was here. He'd stand up and say, amen, amen. He sure would. My daddy will tell you, he said, you couldn't tell that boy nothing. Why? I already knew it. I knew I was right. But here we read this young man takes the job after his daddy. Now, his daddy in verse uh, in chapter number 25 in verse 14, now it came to pass after that Amaziah was come from the slaughter of Edom, Edomites that he brought the gods of the children of Seir and set them up to be his gods and bowed down himself before them and burned incense unto them. Are you reading with me? Wherefore the anger of the Lord was kindled against Amaziah and he sent unto him a prophet which said unto him, why hast thou sought after, notice this, the God of the people, listen, which could not deliver their own people Amen. out of thy hand. He said, why are you after a God that couldn't even protect their own people? Amen. Now, I ain't the brightest bulb in the box, but I am in the box. I mean, if he couldn't protect his own people, why do I want him? Why am I going to go set him up? Amen. Now, let me help all of you here today. Mr. Budweiser is a God. Yeah, that cocaine, that's another God. You know, adultery and fornication, that's another God. Amen. And those gods cannot protect you. Listen, you say, oh, it makes me feel good. Yeah, it does for a little while. Then what? Well, I, I get him again. It makes me feel good for a little. I ain't talking about here and now. I'm talking about what is he going to do for you in the hereafter? 
You know what that God's going to do for you? Laugh at your calamity. And God's going to be laughing at all of us his calamity that die without God. I'm preaching this morning, stay in your place. We see that this king is the father of the Uzziah. And you see what he's done. He's went out, God blessed him. He won the battle and he brings their gods in. Whose God are you worshiping today? I mean truly, whose God are you worshiping? Are you worshiping the dollar? I mean we got a lot of folk worship the dollar. Listen, their whole life is judged by how many dollars they got. Their whole worth is judged by how much money they have. Amen. I'm serious as a heart attack. There's a lot of folks uh, that think they're going to go to heaven through their bank account. Well, I put $100 in the plate this morning. Well, praise God, you probably owed him 500. You robbed him of 400. And want me to brag on you for giving 100. Amen. Hey, ain't that the way it usually is? Well, preacher... I come last week and picked two pieces of paper up out of the parking lot. Well, somebody give it a cardboard cookie. My God. I mean, come on, folks. This man was blessed because God was with him. What did I just read to you about his son, Uzziah? He said, as long as he sought the Lord, God prospered him. Now listen, are you measuring your worth by your prosperity in this world? Your worth is a lot more than that because God didn't give his son to die for your prosperity. He died for your lost soul. He gave up the ghost so he had the right to pick it up. Amen. And he's asking you today, who are you serving today? Are you with me? Listen, He became king when he was 16 year old. The Bible said in verse 3, and he reigned 50 and 2 years. Now listen to me. 50 and 2 years. Stay with me. Somebody help me maybe. He's 16 year old when he takes this job. Are you with me? He's the king. Which means he's got everything in the world available to him. And he dies 52 years later? That's 68, folks. I mean, the king with all the luxuries and things he had ought to live a little longer than that. I'm 66, Brother Richard, 70. He died between us. We ain't got no king's ransom. We ain't got the best in the land. You know what keeps us alive? God Almighty. God Almighty is the one that keeps my heart a beating, keeps yours a beating. Amen. It ain't the things that we have. Oh, if I had a better house, I'd live better. If I had a better job, I'd have more money. I could see better doctors and live. Listen, you're going to spend all of your life, are you with me? Stay amen. Working hard as you can work to get a dollar. Then you're going to take every dollar you got and pay it trying to get your health back. So you spent your health for wealth. Now you're spending your wealth trying to get health. Amen. Amen. How you know that, preacher? That's the way I used to be. Two jobs, yeah. Worked two jobs, 100 hour weeks, wasn't nothing, you know. Why? I thought I needed all that money. 
I thought one of these days I'm going to retire. I'm going to get in a bus and I'm going to travel America and I'm going to see America. Well, he put me in an 18-wheeler. I've seen all of America I want to see. I want to tell you, when you leave these mountains, it gets worse. Amen. I'm telling you, the God. Hey, there's some beautiful land out there, but there's some mighty ugly folk on it. Amen. I like these mountains. Keep me in the mountains. Amen. I mean, even when I go to Jamaica, I say, put me in the mountains up there. They say, ain't got no facilities. I don't care. Stick me in the mountains. Don't put me down here in this flat land. Why? Prosperity is something that you and I cannot take with us. Uzziah died after 52 years of being king. Now think about that. Everything he had available couldn't keep his life here. Everything was prospering as long as he sought God. Are you with me? Say amen. He built and done the things for the Lord and God blessed him. Are you with me? Listen. Then in verse 18 I read to you, here he is trying to do something God has not told him to do. Are you with me? Say amen. He's in a place. He's got headed and high. And stay with me. He built things and people looked at it and said, praise God, look what he built. He had armies that went out and won the battle. They said, praise God, look at his armies. Son, he is something else. I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, but I'm going to help you. I want to say this with the most love that I can muster up this morning. You're nothing but a dirt bag. You're nothing but dust. And you, a dust. <laughs> Can I ask you a serious question? How many in this congregation today would like to go home and your house filled with dust? No, Joe, your house is not filled with dust. There might be a speck of dust somewhere when you close the door, it blowed in. I've been to your house, there ain't no dust in your house. How many of us dust our furniture? Anybody? All right, let me ask you a question. Do you keep the dust? I mean, you, you're putting it in your drawer and say, Ooh, I got a bunch of dust this week. Are you with me? I, I mean, if you got a, a locked compartment in, in your gun safe and say, Man, I'm keeping all my dust. No, it's useless, worthless. Ain't nobody wants it. But God bent over the banisters of heaven and breathed the breath of life in it and made that dust bowl a living soul. Aren't you glad God thought more of you than he did anything in the universe that was ever created? He never once bowed over and kissed anything, but he kissed you and breathed the breath of life in you. And you are worth something this morning. But we never should get headed and high-minded thinking that we're worth more than what we are. We're dust bags, that's all. He got to thinking, I run this show. I'm the big wheel. Are you with me? <laughs> Uzziah to burn incense, verse 18, unto the Lord. 
but to the priest of the sons of Aaron that are consecrated to burn incense. Listen, you can't do everything because you're not consecrated to it. <laughs> you know, if, if you can't do nothing but mow the grass, if that's what God gives you to do, do it. Amen. Do it with joy. Do it with all your might. Amen. Say, I'm the best grass mower in the country and come right down here and mow the fire out of it. I mean, if God didn't do nothing but give you janitorial service, say, I'm the best bowl cleaner in town. I'm cleaning her for God. Amen. Amen. You know the trouble with most folks is they're not satisfied with what God made them. No, they're not satisfied. I'm going to hurt your feeling and don't come to me out of church and jump on me and beat me up. I carry 44, I want you to know. Look around us today, folks. Our teenagers are putting soup bones through their nose. Hoping the world will love them a little more. They're tattooing their bodies from head to toe. I've asked many in the last few weeks, and God's put me in place where I could, and ain't none of them liked it. I said, honey, you are one beautiful young lady. Why do you need all those tattoos? Whole arm was tattooed. I mean, I, if, if that's your thing, go ahead, I guess. But God made you the way you are. And if you're not satisfied with that, that's the reason I think people have tattoos. They're trying to improve themselves. Oh, that looks good. Well, that's one person's opinion. But I thought as I asked those young folks, I said, can you tell me why? Why, why, why do you want that? Are you not satisfied? See, he, here he is. I'm king. I've won the battle. I've built kingdoms. And now I'm going to go do the priesthood job. Can I tell you something this morning? Staying in your place is more healthy. You're not the pastor. You're not the choir leader. You're not the Sunday school teacher. Amen. So don't try to tell them how to do their job. Pray for them. Help them do their job. Amen. But here he is. I'm king. I can do what I want. No, you cannot in the house of God. If God hadn't touched you and ordained you to do it, it's not lawful for you to do it. He just said to priests and their children, Hey, God chose certain people to do certain things. Stay in your place. Can I tell you something? And it may surprise you today. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just a sinner. And when I say I'm just a sinner, I'm like Paul. I thought I was the chiefest of all sinners. I didn't think nobody else had ever sinned more than I had. You name it, I've done it. I ain't proud of it. I ain't standing up here bragging on it. I'm just trying to get you to know something. I was a sinner and God saved me. And when he saved me, he had something for me to do. And when he told me what I needed to do, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to preach. I sure didn't want to pastor. Uh -uh. 
too much headache with pastoring. I wanted to go in and preach a real fireball message, get them madder than the bull and leave them. <laughs> Let the pastor clean up. Yeah. Hey Amen, that's what I wanted to do. Frank, I wanted to go in there and preach a message so hot that they could smell the smoke out of hell. Yeah. And when they left, they'd say, don't ever have him back. He preaches too hard. Listen, hell's a terrible place to wake up and realize you're out of place. God never intended for you to go to hell. No, he didn't build you to go to hell. I'd rather go, listen, I'd rather be a doorkeeper at the house of God than be a king headed to hell. That's what it's all about, folks, staying in their place. Uzziah went in there and he began to do wrong. And if you read on down through there, leprosy hit him immediately. You ever seen anybody with leprosy? They look a lot like this. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, them parts start falling off because they rot. Leprosy is a rotten skin. It turned white. Why does it turn white? No blood flow. No blood flow, it dies, it falls out. I, I, if I wasn't ashamed of my old leg, I'd pull up my britches leg and show you a place where that exactly happened to me. A horse fell on my leg and it died. And there was a hole in my leg about that big around. Fell out, plumb to the bone, just fell out. You could see the bone. You could see the ligaments working. So I can stand here this morning and imagine what it would look like because it hit him in his forehead. Did you notice where God put the leprosy? In his forehead. Hey, he said, you better think, dummy. You better think. You think you're over this mess. You think you can come in here and do what you want to. Listen, friend, let me, let me assure you something this morning. You can do anything you want to with your life. Are you with me? But you're going to answer for everything you did. Whether good or bad, you're going to answer for it. Uzziah was struck with leprosy. And it took him to an early grave. Why? Being out of the will of God will take you to an early grave. Listen, living for the devil may be a lot of fun right now, but the retirement plan is hell. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm preaching on stay in your place. You know what God created you for? Go back to the book of Genesis and he said, God created you to dress the garden. What is he talking about? He wanted to see you in the garden. Stay with me. Get this picture. You didn't have to work. You didn't have to hoe. You didn't have to plant. Come on now. Ain't nobody raising a garden. Have you ever raised a garden? Oh, son. You have to work. Why is it the weeds will grow when nothing else will? Ain't a drop of rain. The weeds are just pretty as they can be. Right? You go down there and your corn's all swiveled up and the weed right beside up saying, ha, 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 ha. You go down there and cut that weed down. Next week it's up knee high again. 
You go down there and just bump that corn stalk and it'll fall over dead in the hammer. Why is that? Because sin come in the garden. Are you with me? Because man couldn't even keep one rule. Jesus came. Moses came, gave us ten. Jesus came, gave us two. Love the Lord thy God. Now stop right there just a moment. Most every person in this building this morning would say, I love the Lord. Can I tell you something? You are a liar. Preacher, that's awful bold. I'm man enough to back it up too. Let me tell you why. Because if you say you love him, why don't he see you? When's the last time you talked to him? When was the last time you just thanked him without asking him for anything? I'll tell you something. Me and Mama back there will be married 49 years this year, Mama. In June the 23rd, we'll be married 49 years. If, even today, if I don't tell her once in a while I love her, I don't get no biscuits. <laughs> you know, I, I can go over and tell her, Honey, I, love, I know you do, but it's still, she wanted to hear it. I'm the same way. I know you love me, but I don't mind hearing it. I don't mind your arm going around me and hugging me. I don't mind you giving me a little sugar. I don't mind that at all. So don't you think God would be that way? When's the last time you hugged up to God? Because you're not in your place. You won't hug God, you won't talk to him. You won't go visit him. You won't kneel before him. You won't thank him. Amen. Why? Because you're not in your place. Uzziah was out of place. And it caused him to have leprosy. It put him in an early grave. What about you this morning? What about you? Where do you actually sit this morning with God? Would it take leprosy? It's getting quiet. Good. You can hear better. Would it take leprosy? Listen. I want you to see something, and I really want you to see this. Uzziah got took from him what he cherished the most. Would you like to lose a child? Would you like to lose a loved one? Maybe that job that you think so highly of, what if you lost it? What about your own heart, your own health? What if God just struck you down and you wasn't able to work another lick? My son, both my boys are workers. I raised them to work. My son was working 100 hours a week, literally on the time clock. A hundred hours a week. They called, the company called down and said, you can't work that man that long. They said, we're not. He's just volunteering to work. Why? Because he's a worker. But see, one day he started out of the back. Does everybody know what a yard dog truck is? A yard dog has got a door in the back of it and you just walk out on the platform and hook your airlines and your brakes and everything up. And then you just step back in and sit down. Well, he hung his foot 
over the lines. They found him laying in the parking lot having convulsions. He tripped and his head hit the trailer. He don't remember what happened. He don't know what happened exactly. When they found him, he's laying there. He's not able to work today because of that. What are you saying? He went from 100 hours a week to no hours. Are you with me? See, God can take all of these things from you. In a split second, your heart can stop beating. I'm reminded of another king, thought pretty highly of himself. You know, he was out grazing with the cattle for seven years. I mean, he went from a king to grazing. It said, the Bible said his hair became like eagle feathers. His claws had grown. He's out grazing. Is that what God's going to have to do to you to get you in your place where you belong? For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son. But also in James 4 and 17, the Bible said, He who knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. I don't believe there's too many folks in this building today that don't know to do good. The question would be, are we doing it? Are we doing good? Listen, God is going to stand you in judgment one day and you are not going to be able to say nothing. Because he said, every knee shall bow. And when he gets through judging you, you will confess you are right, Lord. You are right. Are you going to be there with leprosy? I'd rather be there and hear the words, welcome. Welcome thou good and faithful. Listen, I mean, come on, folks. If all I can do is clean the toilet, give me the best toilet brush and let me go at it. Amen. I mean, if that's what God wants me to do, let me be satisfied doing that. And every time, listen, you hadn't thought of this, I have. Every time you clean that toilet, pour a little anointing oil on it and say, everybody sits on this, Holy Ghost hit them. Holy Ghost hit them. They're sitting on a throne. Let God get real to them in the bathroom. That's a good place to get saved. In the bathroom. On the floor begging God to save you. Amen. You say, well, preacher, that ain't nice. Listen, there ain't no wrong place to get saved. Wherever God deals with you, that's where you ought to get saved. Amen. The trouble is we got too many rejecting him saying, I'll do it Sunday. I'll do it next week. I'll do it when I get old. I'll do it. You don't know when you're going to die. So how can you say that? You say, well, preacher, are you wishing I'd die? Yes, I am. Thank you for the amen. You're the only one in the house right. Yeah, I want you to die out of your sins and begin to live in Christ Jesus. You know you're not truly living until you find Jesus and Jesus makes you a new creature in him because them old things will pass away. Hey, you begin to truly live. You don't need drugs to keep you high. No. 
just need Jesus. Jesus will satisfy you. Old Beardy sings, he's the missing piece. Are you in your place this morning? Stay with me just a few more minutes. You're in the building, but are you in your place? You're in a pew, you're in a church, that's good. But are you where you should be? Has God dealt with your heart and you know you should have done been praying? Should have done repented? There'll come a time when God will turn his back and leave you to a reprobate mind to believe a lie and be damned. Don't cross that deadline. Are you with me? Hear me. Hear me well. God is crying out to us this morning that's here right now saying, come unto me now. For today is the right time. Today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. So it's the right time. You're in the right place. You're on a pew. You're where preaching's at, singing's been. Joy is. And the Holy Ghost is speaking to your heart. Beardy, can you sing that? Missing peace. We'll let you sing that for an invitation. Are you missing your place this morning? 